Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes, welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, registered dietitian and your weight loss BFF. And most importantly, I feel a moment right now because it has been a hot minute since I have sat down personally and recorded an episode. I don't feel rusty, ladies, but I feel like, oh my goodness, this hasn't happened in so long. So I am just so excited, grateful, and thankful. And not just because Thanksgiving is coming up, but I am just feeling so incredibly excited and happy to sit down with you babes and honestly produce and create a whole bunch of new content for the show. So kicking it off, this episode is coming out on Monday and I did that strategically with a lot of intention because I got so many messages from you babes in my Instagram DMs um, and a lot of my clients too have shared the same sentiment with me that they were really like a month before Thanksgiving, weeks before Thanksgiving and the holiday season really kicking off. You babes were getting into the mindset of how are you going to be on track? And honestly, I know so many of you guys had such a great experience with fall, especially if you participated in what I call fit girl fall that we had on the podcast and of course, inside of the membership program. But most importantly, November is like a different situation. Let's be real. October is like a little bit easier in some ways. Then November hits, then December hits, especially if you're in the Northeast or a cold area like myself, it starts to get darker a hell of a lot earlier. It starts to get very, very cold. So now we're entering the thick of it. And then right around the corner this week, if you're here in the States, you're literally about to embark on a holiday, a celebration, literally, 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 literally all structured around food. So of course it's time for me to ease some of that anxiety for you, babes. And we need to talk about the five biggest mistakes many women make around Thanksgiving so you can become aware of it, so you can create a plan around it and make sure you're not making these mistakes. But before we talk about these mistakes, we have to talk about Thanksgiving and really the holidays in general. So we're gonna dive right in. Why I wanna start with talking about Thanksgiving before just diving into the mistakes is this. I'm going to talk to you about so many important things that might hold you back from weight loss. And it's related to Thanksgiving, of course. But I also need to come from a place of love and real talk and understanding because say you have Thanksgiving dinner and say you're actually like me, I'm going to have two Thanksgiving babes because after I do my gobble, gobble, gobble run, literally guys, like the race is literally called gobble, gobble, gobble times three. Like it's a lot. <laughs> Let's be real. But after that, I am going to my husband's side of the family. And then we're going to end off with my family um, for a later dinner as well, which is really fun and exciting. Unfortunately, um, all of us couldn't get together um, in different states, but that's for a different conversation. But I bring that up because say you have one day where you just totally don't track your calories, you eat what you want, you're you know mindful about you know what's on your plate, but like say you're really not eating like the exact way you normally eat. I want to be real that one day of enjoying yourself 
is not why your weight is the way it is right now. It's not why you can't lose weight. It's not going to hold you back forever. No, having one day is not going to make or break this for you. You know what actually is? It's your consistency overall. And that's the thing, because if you have a really solid diet, for the most part, like 95% of your diet, right? You're eating at home, you're balancing your plate, you're hitting your protein, like you're, you're focusing on all of the nutri- nutrition stuff I always talk about with you, babes. One day, of, I'm not endorsing going off the rails, but like if you were just to really enjoy the holiday and not track anything, that isn't going to make or break your journey. But the difference is for many people, if you go into Thanksgiving and you literally are like, I'm not going to give a crap about anything. This is the holiday. Fuck it. Like I need to have whatever I want. But then you also look at the rest of your diet and you're never really super balanced. You're not never really hitting those portion sizes. You're not having days that I would call a weight loss day where you're hitting your calories, you're hitting your protein targets. And you can kind of see where this is all unraveling. One day does not have major significance on your goals. It's your habits. And how you approach a day like Thanksgiving, I think is also really dependent on where you're at in your journey. Because of this, ladies, if you're one of those people that, you know, when you think about the whole month of November as a whole, most of the days you're crushing your nutrition plan. You are really hitting what I always convey to you, babes, as those non-negotiables. You're hitting your calories, your weekly averages, you're focusing on balanced meals, you're trying to get carbs, proteins, and veggies, lots of fiber, lots of color, lots of variety, lots of great nutrients for you, vitamins and minerals and color. And you're also crushing your protein intake, eating heart-healthy fats. Like, I mean, the list goes on and on. Not to mention, maybe you're getting in your hawker walks, your workouts, your mindfulness, maybe meditation, like all of the things that I really like to really emphasize is like, that's living that hot girl healthy lifestyle. If you're crushing it these other days, one day is not a big deal. But the problem is so many people these other days, we're not crushing, right? Especially this time of year, which is why you really have to think about your overall consistency and how you feel about the progress that you have made, especially if you're not going into Thanksgiving, like right now, today is when you're starting your weight loss journey. No, like maybe you've been trying to work at this for a while. And so that's why you actually have to take a really hard and honest look at what is your lifestyle like? What have you been doing to show up for yourself for the goals that are so incredibly important for you? Because this is really going to impact how you're going into Thanksgiving. For myself, and I always candidly share this with clients, I am not a Thanksgiving girly, meaning I love Thanksgiving. I love the idea of family coming together. I love the idea of having a meal together and celebrating and being thankful. Like I love all of that. But when it comes to the food, like my go-to protein is definitely not turkey and gravy. Like I love a little mashed potato situation, but like cranberry sauce, like mm, that doesn't get me going. Like I'm, I'm not obsessed with it. So it's not that I'm saying like, I want to boycott Thanksgiving. Like, it's obviously not what I'm saying, but knowing that and then paired with for my own personal circumstances, I've been traveling a lot all year. Literally Josh and I just counted. We've been on like 10 or 12. Like we actually didn't get the final number because we didn't like super sit down and count, but uh, we were starting to count and we've been on at least 10 or 12 airplane flights and trips to various parts of the country. And even, you know, two international trips for me this year to Mexico. I've, I've been moving. I, I've been doing the damn thing, coupled with all of the other stuff we've done for trips too that didn't require an airplane. But I share all that because I've been living my life this year. In fact, this past month, I've been living my life. I literally just got back from LA and I was in New York a couple of weekends ago. Like, like I've been doing the thing. And I share that because when I think about Thanksgiving, 
for me, Thanksgiving, I'm excited for it for time with family. You know, obviously the food might be a little bit different than what I normally have, but I am not viewing this day as a fuck it holiday. Like I'm not going to care about anything that I do that day. No, like I'm going to do a road race. Like I have been working so hard to like improve my cardiovascular fitness and do the whole fit girl fall thing with you guys. For me, knowing that because I indulge frequently because of my lifestyle, I don't view the holidays as this blow it out of the water thing because I incorporate that into my lifestyle. And so I share that with you as an example for you to also reflect on your lifestyle and the things that you do, because where women get into trouble is it's like you almost forget how much fun you might incorporate into your lifestyle. And if you do incorporate fun, and when I say fun too, I mean just circumstances that require you to not be as dialed in. Like, obviously I eat a lot at home when I am home. And part of that is because I know because of traveling and being so long ago, I really try to prioritize meals at home and flex that discipline muscle because I know there are going to be on track meals out. However, I might have discrepancies in the calories just because I I can't be a hundred percent certain, but this is besides the point before diving into these mistakes. I want you to reflect on the entire month, the entire past, like one or two months even is a great way to put it and think about how on track that you've been able to be and have that also go into how you decide to end up approaching this Thanksgiving holiday. Okay, now time for the juicy goodness, which is the five Thanksgiving weight loss mistakes. And of course, we have to first start off with the OG of the OGs of mistakes, which is not eating enough earlier in the day. We're going to rip off the Band-Aid and go into this first one because this is one of the biggest mistakes that I think women pre-TSN, pre-starting their journeys, make. And why not eating enough earlier in the day is such a big mistake on Thanksgiving is not because I'm like anti-intermittent fasting. In fact, today I actually got asked about intermittent fasting and like fasting in general on my Instagram story. I love doing those Q and A's for you ladies. And I always answer that question the same. It doesn't tell me what you're eating and how much you're eating, which is ultimately way more important in terms of what to focus on for weight loss. Calories are driving weight loss, not the timing that you're eating necessarily in terms of the hierarchy of importance. That being said, for so many women, when you are skipping meals intentionally earlier in the day, You are setting yourself up for lower blood sugar, more kind of cravings and intensity and drive to get towards food as your hunger keeps increasing and increasing. And these are driven by hormones, ladies, super interesting. And then you're going into Thanksgiving and you're going to eat a really high calorie meal. And it's high calorie because you've saved up that budget for later. But let's be real. Anytime you've ate a lot of food at once, I mean, Think about it, ladies. How did you feel after? I'm going to answer this question for you guys, and I I will tell you how I feel. I always feel lethargic. I feel, you know, stuffed, literally and figuratively. I feel like I just, you know, overdid it, right? And it's not that a bigger quantity of food is bad, but when you're trying to smash so many calories into your budget in one meal, and those meals are really, really high calorie, it's also putting a lot of strain on your body. So it's not that you can't metabolize and absorb that food, but it's going to cause you to have that like blood sugar spike, depending on what you're having too, and like the carbs and the protein and the fat distribution in the meal. And especially if you're having very processed and high caloric volume of carbohydrates. You're not having a lot of protein and healthy fat sources too, um, which impede that blood sugar spikes. That's a whole thing that can happen as well. But just in terms of the quantity and volume and caloric content of the food, you're going to be eating a lot and then you're going to feel like crap later. And then 
it's going to really cause this up and down blood sugar roller coaster. So one of the most important things I think that is so important to emphasize going into Thanksgiving is eating consistent meals and really keeping your routine. And in fact, I do want you to have a balanced breakfast. In fact, I want the fact that Thanksgiving is here to inspire the crap out of you to have a balanced breakfast, get in, you know, not just 20 grams, get in 25 freaking grams of protein, get a really dense protein breakfast in and have a normal day. That is going to really help you normalize that Thanksgiving isn't just, okay, let's pack as many calories as we can into this one meal because it's the last time we're going to have it ever. No, this is not the last meal ever mindset. That's what got you to the place that you may have gained weight, but we need to break these habits. We need to break this mindset and understand that the Thanksgiving meal is super special. Yeah, you're going to be eating very unique and maybe different foods in your normal routine, but that doesn't mean you have to starve yourself to be able to enjoy it you still have a calorie budget. And that's where small swaps can really come in. Maybe instead of having a 500 calorie breakfast, you're having a 400 calorie breakfast, you're skipping one of those snacks, and then you're allowing yourself a slightly larger allotted calorie budget for the specific meal of lunch or dinner, whenever you're having Thanksgiving. But ultimately, we don't want you super manipulating your calories and cutting out entire meals just for you to have Thanksgiving dinner later on, because chances are you're just going to overeat. It's probably going to sabotage you in the long run anyway. Okay, mistake number two goes with my little intro to the show, ladies, but it's putting pressure on this one meal and forgetting the rest of your damn week. I cannot tell you how many women forget that Thanksgiving. I know like the whole leftover situation. I totally understand that. I understand the snacking and the appetizers and all the different things. Like I know sometimes it isn't just one meal, but put really simply, Thanksgiving day is one day. At maximum on Thanksgiving day, you have one massive meal, or maybe you are doing a little two Thanksgiving meal situation. No matter what though, it is one day, right? You might have other things other days because you're home and you're seeing people and you're catching up and you're doing all the things. Maybe you're going out to eat, but ultimately we're talking about Thanksgiving. So you have to understand that Thanksgiving is one day and potentially one meal. So as much as you might be putting pressure on that one day and one meal, and I get it. I have some clients that Thanksgiving is like, the busiest, most exotic, amazing thing. Like their families are cooking good looking. Like they are doing the thing. But remember that this is one meal in one day. So instead of just obsessing over this one meal and feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be so tempted. There's just so many indulgences. Like how can I be on track? I want you to remember that one meal, yeah. Say you went over your calorie budget one day. That doesn't determine if you gain or maintain or lose weight. It's your weekly averages. It's the weekly consistency. So do not forget that one meal should not be the focus. It's your entire week. So think about your week at a glance. Think about your entire week. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it's you traveling back home. It's it's you maybe having a normal routine. And then we have a couple days of the holiday and Black Friday and all the things. Like you have multiple days. So instead of just thinking about Thanksgiving, I actually want you to think of your week at a glance, just like all of my clients focus on their week at a glance. I want you to do the same for Thanksgiving. It's incredibly, incredibly important because the week is determining your success and weight loss and consistency, not one meal. Okay. The third mistake that I want you to be aware of is thinking that you have no control, thinking that Food at Thanksgiving is inherently unhealthy. I mean, let me rip off the bandaid and say, say you are going to a home 
it's your parents' home, it's your in-laws' home, it's a friend or you know family friend or whoever. It's maybe someone you don't even know and you are like, I have no idea what to expect. Say you are going somewhere and you're like, I kind of know this is going to be a more unhealthy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're ripping off that band-aid, ladies. The people I am celebrating this holiday with typically aren't prioritizing health in the same way that I am. And there's so many different ways to make very traditional and even non-traditional Thanksgiving-oriented meals. I mean, any dinner party can be this way. But the worst thing, the worst mistake you can ever make is thinking that you have no control. And what I mean by this is, yes, you might be going to someone else's place and having their food, but if you are worried about certain things not being available for the balanced plate, which is what we emphasize as what consists of a meal, you have the power to bring something. In fact, that is one of the nice things you can ever do as a damn dinner guest lady. So thinking you have no control is actually a cop-out. I'm going to be here and say it because you can make some roasted veggies. You can make a healthy fall harvest salad. Heck, you can make mashed potatoes and be more cognizant about the nutrition and ingredients that you're putting in there. Heck, if you're like, okay, the cream and the butter and all the things are really adding up and you're really wanting to be a little bit more dialed in, make some roasted potatoes, basic AF with a little bit of olive oil, salt, maybe some like parsley and like Italian kind of seasonings to, you know, make it super fun and festive. And then boom, like you're making them in the air fryer, you're roasting them. Like you have control. There are so many healthy options for Thanksgiving. I mean, put really simply, you put some turkey on your plate, but you're just mindful about the amount of gravy and cranberry sauce you're putting in there. You load up that plate with at least two or three different forms of color through maybe some root vegetables and also some non-starchy vegetables. You can make something like Brussels sprouts. You can make broccoli. You can make, you know, a squash type of dish. You can do a whole roasted veggie situation, similar to what we have inside of the membership for Frico Fall. You can make a fall harvest salad with like goat cheese and apples and pecans or walnuts and, you know, just lots of really cool stuff and load that thing up with vegetables. You can add some cucumbers, slice to it even. Like, it could be really fun. And then you make like a simple healthy carb. Like you could make sweet potatoes. You could make other potatoes like white potatoes. You could do them baked. You could do them mashed. You could, you know, there's so many different options. You could put like cinnamon and like do the whole thing and like butternut squash. Like there are so many healthy ways to make Thanksgiving healthy. You are choosing not to make it healthy. And yes, you might not be cooking every single thing at that Thanksgiving event. But if you know this event and you know it's coming up and you know you might not have all of the options there that you want, the easiest thing that you can do is make some damn veggies. So stop saying you have no control. You have control, but you have to choose if you want to be in control. Okay, the fourth biggest mistake I see women make is feeling anxious about the holidays and Thanksgiving. You are kind of low key and aware of what you're worried about, but then you forget about it. Like you don't want to create a plan. You're like, okay, let's just wait till the day and I'll figure it out. And it's almost like a self-sabotaging tendency where you know this is bothering you. You know you're scared about it, but it's like you don't want to think about it until it happens and really create a game plan. Instead, like you're just low-key having this anxiety instead of actually addressing the root cause. So what I always say is one of the worst things you can do is not setting expectations on how you want the celebration to go. And what I mean by this is really simply, on Thanksgiving, do you want to have a more on-track day or a more fun day? And that is so dependent on what I entered this entire podcast conversation about, which is understanding kind of how you've been this past month, these past one or two months, analyzing your progress. I mean, let me put it this way. I'm not saying take your foot off the gas pedal, but 
if you're down 10 pounds, you recently hit this milestone, you've been like really crushing it, you've been consistently losing weight. For many people, that's super motivation. Like, I actually don't want to take a pause right now. I want to approach this Thanksgiving. I'm going to enjoy myself. Maybe I'm going to find one thing that's super worth it and fit it in. But I really want to have a more on-track day. Where with someone else, you might say, you know, I've been working so hard. I've lost such a significant amount of weight. I haven't taken a moment for a pause. Maybe the holiday of Thanksgiving is that moment of pause for you. Maybe you're giving yourself not a week off, right? Like you're going to stick to those healthy habits. You're going to do all the things that make you feel amazing because now it's part of who you are and how you operate. However, you're going to give yourself a little bit more grace and use this week as maybe a week off from tracking. Maybe it's a week off of like your normal routine because you're traveling and things like it's giving yourself grace, but doing it with intention. And especially around the celebration of Thanksgiving, you have to set expectations with yourself around the holiday and around the holiday meals or else your expectations are not going to match what you expect to actually happen. And that's where I always say disalignment occurs. That's where guilt and embarrassment and disgust with yourself and frustration with yourself happens because you might be going in with the intention of, I want to be on track. I want to absolutely crush this. This is going to be a weight loss week. But the reality of the circumstances are you're not making choices and in a position for that to happen, which is why it is imperative that you align what you want to happen with what will actually happen or else there will be a disalignment. And then there is some reflection and almost like therapy you have to give yourself around how it went. So setting those expectations of the celebration, how do you want the day to go? Do you want it more on track or off track? Are you going to track your food or not? What's important? Define what is an on track day for you. That might look different for different people. Are you going to work out? How many veggies do you want to get in this day? What about the circumstances with your family and like how they impact your food choices? Like really think through everything and set expectations and intentions and goals around the celebration. So it aligns with what you actually want to happen or else it will not happen. Okay. And the final biggest Thanksgiving weight loss mistake is not thinking about not the meal not even the appetizers, forgetting, setting goals around alcohol and sweets. I mean, I am sure you ladies have not forgot about these things with the holidays, but what makes a lot of these holidays so scary and anxiety provoking from a weight loss, I want to be on track perspective is this. It's not just the meal. It's what goes with the meal that might be outside of, you know, for instance, if you're having a Thanksgiving, like late lunch, early dinner kind of situation, you, you know, typically at home, like for a lunchtime, most women I work with are not having wine or alcohol of any sort and typically like a pie at lunchtime, right? Like that feels different, right? That's off of your normal routine. So what makes these holidays so difficult is because of the sweets and all those sweet indulgences and the alcohol that is typically just not part of a normal weight loss plan. So, you know, I am very transparent, you know, having too much of these things, of course, can be easy ways to stack on a lot of calories for a small portion of food, um, even though they're fun and they're things that I indulge in and enjoy. Obviously, when you're losing weight, you guys know how much these things, when you're not planning and intentional about them, can absolutely hold you back just like anything else. And ultimately, it comes down to calories and how you're spending your budget. But I think what's really important is knowing that this is a special day, I sometimes you know, always come from the perspective in past Thanksgiving episodes 
I always talk about fitting these things in and, you know, it's a complicated topic because when you fit in sweets and normalize them more, it can actually help you eat less and improve your relationship to food, but you do have to find a boundary. And I know for myself, not having those things around make it easier for me to make better choices because I do love sweets. I do love these types of things. Um, And it's funny, I'm not a pumpkin pie person. I'm like literally the disgrace of my family. My mom's always like, how do you not like pumpkin pie? I don't know. Like, I just not my thing. So for me, it's personally not worth it. Just like I've joked around and said like pecan pie is not worth it before for me as well. But that's why I think understanding what's worth it, where you want to spend your money, like looking at your habits. Like I eat sweets as part of my normal routine because I love chocolate. I love ice cream. So for me, those are more of like things I enjoy versus like having pecan pie at like 3 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day on Thursday. Like I, I don't know what my plan is there as much as I'm kind of setting that goal and expectation for you guys. But I try to lead more on like what's worth it for me. Um, I know for myself this Thanksgiving, I I really don't want to have alcohol. I'm going to be running a race in the morning. I'm going to be tired. Like ladies, like bless my heart. Like guys think of me in the morning of Thanksgiving. I'm running four miles. And like, I know for some of you, like you may run four miles. Like I have not run four miles in such a long time. So I've been building up to two and three miles. Plus it's going to be like 30 degrees here. So bless my heart. Oh my goodness. But I know for me, like that day is just not going to be worth it for me. Like I, I may have a glass of wine, but I personally don't like drinking during the day and that's just a me thing. Like that's not a you thing. So don't feel pressure to do it the same, but it, it's just really thinking through all of these factors of your plan and routine. And there are definitely times where I do drink during the day. There are definitely times where, you know, I do want to have sweets and I don't want to say no, but it's just setting that expectation. And it's about setting the expectation and once again, thinking it through but also letting yourself and what you really want shine through. And I think that's really important because around this time of year, it's so easy for a dietitian, a coach, a nutritionist, you know, anyone, even if your mom and dad, right? Or friends and family, like it's so easy for someone to be like, oh, you want to lose weight? Like, just don't have this, just don't have this. This It's like this good and bad food list, but that's not what we do over here. These foods are not bad. They don't inherently cause weight gain. Of course, I'm not here to say, drink a shit ton of alcohol, have sweets all the time. Like I've never said that. You guys know that. But you have to really decide what you want and what's worth it for you and find that sweet spot because your diet is your diet. No one else eats the exact same way as you. And you can fit in fun strategically. I have clients literally fit in fun foods very consistently and lose 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds. Like It is possible when you understand what matters for weight loss, but what's really tough about sweets and alcohol is everyone has their own relationship to it. And I think so often we are very persuaded and encouraged to do certain things with these foods and drinks based on what other people's expectations are, but you need to set your own expectations. And if that means no alcohol, that's great. If that means having two glasses of wine, that's great. You have to decide what's worth it for you. And I think ultimately what I'm getting at is you need to make those decisions and be unwavering in them and understand that not that your decisions have consequences, but I've candidly said this to actually someone yesterday. I'm like, if I am trying to really dial in my diet and I know I had like three glasses of wine the day before, which I consider a fun food, by the way, ladies. And then I'm like hopping on the scale and like the scale is up a little bit. Well, one, it's probably a fluctuation because of the freaking alcohol that I'm drinking. But two, I would look at my day and be like, did I give that day my all? No, that day was more fun. Like, obviously my food choices were great, but like I am having something fun in there. So I'm also prepping you ladies for not to blame one food the next day 
I think that also is a very toxic thing. Maybe I need to make the six Thanksgiving weight loss mistakes. And the sixth one is weighing yourself the day after. That can be really detrimental. And that's a whole different conversation, ladies. But we don't want to associate one food with why the scale is higher or the scale went lower because ultimately it's your daily calories. It's your daily consistency. It's it's really, are you actually in a deficit? And you got to be in a deficit, not just one day, not just two days, but consistently, which is why we focus on those weekly averages. But I think it's also being really real with yourself and thinking of how you did that day and how you're interpreting your progress and how it went. I don't want you to obsess over a more fun food or something that might be less nourishing. And, you know, just because it's bad, like that's why you cut it out. No, like that is not a healthy relationship with food. But there's also this other side to the spectrum, which is if you know you are indulging, like enjoy it, embrace it. I don't want you to feel guilt, but also understand that this is fun. Fun should be normalized, but fun is not an everyday thing. So it's okay if you want to have it over Thanksgiving and I I want you to enjoy it. I have these foods very much as part of my routine, but when you are working towards a weight loss goal, you're not in maintenance, right? So you need to have goals and expectations around how often you're having these things, because what I don't want to happen is this party to continue on for you. What I don't want to happen is you have these fun foods on Thanksgiving, but then you're also having them other days of the week. And then also for the leftover situation. So then it's really not just one day you're having fun, but it's the whole week. But then you're obsessing over the fact you had it on Thanksgiving, but you're almost like forgetting the fact that like the rest of your week, you're, you're incorporating all this fun too. So really set goals for this time of year, but especially around specific meals. When is it worth it for you to have alcohol? When is it worth it for you to have sweet treats? How are you going to approach those things? Are you going to just embrace and go over your calorie budget? Are you going to try to modify certain parts of your diet? Maybe you're waiting to have dessert and you're going to incorporate that as like your fun snack because you're not in maintenance ladies. Remember, like you are actually trying to lose weight and shed body fat. So maybe you're having it as a snack. I don't want you to overthink it, but I do want you to think ahead is really the point of this. So ladies, when you do these things, when you're aware of these five mistakes, and ultimately this comes down to having a damn plan you're going to crush this Thanksgiving. You are going to do so well. Envision you being successful because you can freaking do this. And ladies, I'm so excited. The first annual Hot and Healthy annual sale is here on Black Friday for 24 hours only. You get the sexy starter to join the membership and get support with your weight loss goals, learn my proven framework, get the support and the guidance and the exact roadmap to achieving your hot girl body. You get to join the membership for $100 off Black Friday only. So I hope to see you ladies inside and I cannot wait to hear how awesome you did on Thanksgiving Day.